When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And how you guys doing? Welcome to episode 787. Another, well, actually, he's a former ex-Hells Angel. Mom Boucher has died of cancer. If you don't know who he is, man, you do not know the 90s biker war between the Hells Angels, the Rock Machine, and all the other groups that joined into that one. Uh, he was responsible for ordering the that's, uh, two guards, I think it was. But he was a real big thing up in Canada. Later years, I don't know if they threw him out or what happened, but he did uh, pull the Hells Angels together big time in the 90s. Also, we have uh, some stuff about uh, bikers losing their lives on a motorcycle sad state right there also an expanded reason why the FTC has finally gone after Harley Davidson and the warranties second half of the show with China Dow we're going to be talking about artificial intelligence and if we have to like worry and stuff like they take over the world so that is coming up right there first though very interesting thing on 786 about the banditos there was some closure in two of the cases, and it revolved around three guys didn't like that somebody from another club was riding through their uh, deal, and they got busted. And a lot of people were saying, well, what the hell? The guy who got his colors t uh, taken called the cops? It's a new time period, everybody. It is. It is a new time period. A lot of the stuff you hear about clubs as far as reputation, a lot of clubs live on the reputation of the old days. A lot of the old timer stuff. People are not like that anymore. And we say that all the time. Watch out for the cameras and stuff. Now, we don't know if the guy, the victim, whatever it was, is the one that called the cops. It could have been citizens standing around that called the cops. Who knows? But it is not the same like it used to be. And really, you shouldn't expect it to be. Hey, you guys tell me it's 2022, so I have to get uh, in the modern times. So do you. Let's go to our first story of today. Uh, sad stuff, man. Sad stuff. Family of biker and fatal crash create ghost bike memorial. This out of WHTM27.com. A family is looking for closure after their wet relative died in a bike crash in Harrisburg. Lena uh, Lila Monroy's family flew to the mid-state from Peru after they heard of Lila's death. They said they will not leave until they know more about what happened. Now, the brother said, my sister was not a number, not a statistic. 
Very, very true. All these people want to treat fatalities, especially those that ride, as a number, as a t- statistic. Hell, you even got uh, emergency room doctors and nurses saying, oh, you know, there's an organ donor. You know, we've heard that over and over and over again. And especially with the media, how they're always saying, well, they didn't have a helmet on or they did have a helmet on. It's like, you know, let's just brush it aside. That's what happens. Now, her family is holding on to their memories of the sister, a daughter. Uh, The mother spoke out to ABC 27 in Spanish. Uh, Her smile, her joy for life, her urge to fight and get ahead. Uh, The brother and mother described here in the news of their loved one's death thousands of miles away in Peru. Can you imagine what them people were feeling not being able to get to her? Because they were in another country. Sad stuff. Sad stuff. Uh, She went to school on the bike. She went everywhere on the bike. She did everything on the bike. A car tried to make a U-turn. That is when, you know, she uh, crashed into the driver's side uh, and fell under the car. And she died two days later in the hospital. Oh, sad story here. Uh, It does have a link. Let's see if it... uh, Nah. Not loading good. Anyway, sad stuff right there. Woman charged after biker dies in Whitehaven uh, Whitehaven crash. This out of WREG out of Memphis. A Whitehaven woman is facing charges for her alleged role in a deadly weekend crash. Police say Eleonora Spurlock was driving northbound on Elvis Presley Saturday night and attempted to turn into a checkers when she collided with a motorcycle. The biker Steve Parker has died at the hospital. She was driving without a license and proof of insurance. She was charged with violating financial law and driving with a suspended license. They only set her bond at 5000 What do you get? 10%? You're looking at, what, 500 bucks. Took a life. No insurance. No nothing. The fa- It's not going to end good, this one. It's not, because the family, they can't even go out after the insurance company. And you guarantee she don't have no money. Sad stuff. Sue the hell out of her, but then she's going to co- uh, co- uh, collect bankruptcy. Come on. Now, why is the AFTC cracking down on Weber and Harley-Davidson over repair warranties? Modern retail, uh, let's see here. Now, the settlement included an agreement to change the language and warranties moving forward. And they send a message that the FTC is broadcasting to other retailers ensuring compliance with warranty laws or else companies that use their warranties to illegally restrict consumer right to repair should fix them now this according to the director of the ftc's bureau of consumer protection now going on the magnuson moss warranty act and the ftc act make it illegal for companies to 
condition their warranties on the use of authorized parts. FTC Chair Lena Khan said the agency will continue to make enforcing the laws a key area of focus. Everybody knows, everybody knows the problem with Harley Davidson's warranty. They're on one side of the argument, there is, hey, I should be able to take it to where I want. I paid for it. I entered into this agreement. And two, should the company have to cover somebody else's mistakes? Big argument there. Big argument. But it seems like the FTC said, eh, that's illegal. Illegal repair restrictions can significantly raise costs for consumers, stifle innovation, close off business opportunity for independent repair shops, create unnecessary electronic waste, delay timely repairs, and undermine resiliency, harms that can have an outsized impact on low-income communities. Now, the proposed settlements for violations include Weber's new warranty language must include the phrase, quote, using third-party parts will not void this warranty. Harley-Davidson and Westinghouse's new warranty language must say, taking your product to be serviced by a repair shop that is not affiliated with or an authorized dealer will not void this warranty. Also, using third-party parts will not void it. This is the language now, people. And this was already settled. It said there was a settlement. Harley-Davidson must ensure that its waivers do not require consumers to contact an authorized dealer for full details and abide by the disclosure rule that requires warranties to be in a single document. The company must also provide notice to consumer about the changes. Further violation of the act come with civil uh, civil penalties up to $46,000 a piece. So again, all that warranty stuff, it looks like, I'm not sure, I'm not a lawyer, but it says in this article that Harley-Davidson cannot void your warranty. If you use other parts and services, and again, you got two uh, sides of the argument right there. Which one do you fall on? Main story today. Yes, the big one of the 1990s was the Rock Machine Hells Angels War. And those of us that were around, boy, did we hear it all the time in the news. Even the biker news going way back when. Because uh, it did start way back when, so you guys know. Anyway, uh, ex-Hell's Angel Chief Mom Boucher has died at 69 years old. He was diagnosed with throat cancer while serving a life sentence in prison. Uh, he had been prison, uh, imprisoned in St. Anne Display. I ain't even getting into the French stuff. It ain't gonna happen. For 22 years where he was serving a life sentence without the possibility of parole for at least 25 years. He died of throat cancer. 
He had been uh, found guilty of having orchestrated the murders of two prison guards in the late 1990s, as well as for the attempted murder of a third prison guard. He was taking his uh, cues from the cartels down in South America, where if they didn't get their way, they just kill any uh, Leo or CO, whatever it was to get their way. That's where he uh, took his thing. He was arrested in 97, where he was the head of the nomad section of the Hells Angels, the armed wing of the biker group, according to CBC Canada. He was acquitted in 98 after the first trial, then arrested again in 2000. He then underwent a second trial, at the end of which he was convicted on May 2002. So he passed away uh, July 10th of 2022. Again, I've heard he put was put out bad. I was heard he resigned. Who knows nowadays what really the truth is? And it don't matter. It's the club's business, not mine. I can, you know, really care. But I do know that he was a big mover in the Canadian biker scene during a time where it was pretty violent up there. I'm talking, they getting rocket launchers and all that other stuff up there going crazy. But the turning point of the biker war, I think there was 161 people that were connected that were killed, uh, was a bombing with the Jeep and a kid got killed. After that, it was like, yeah, this ain't, we're done. We had enough type of deal. And what was funny was, that with the Quebec biker war with the rock machine. And then you had these others come in the Palmers, their support club, all that type of stuff was the amount of organizations that got involved. See, Canada's a lot different than the United States. They do things a lot different. They have di- different organized, you know, structures and stuff. So, you know, I can't really speak that much on that. But I'm sure the Canadians up there will because it was pretty raunchous. Like I said, man, you heard it on White uh, Trash News. You heard it out everywhere. Every day there was something else that, you know, had to deal with uh, this guy. And a lot of people right now are probably saying, you know what? God rest you, butcher. You know, that's what I can say to that. We're going to go to the second half of the show right now with China Dow. We're talking about artificial intelligence, baby. Should we be worried about it? I don't know, man. We're going to get like Star Trek or some shit going on. I don't know, man. Or a Terminator where they take over the world. We'll see. We'll be right back after this music break.
Ready? It's the first thing I switch on. And now for my next number, I'd like to return to the classics. The top. Ready? WMMRDB Rockford. I don't know why I just don't let you do the show. Everybody wants to listen to you. They don't want to listen to my big mouth. Well, that's because, you know, you take 15 minutes of their mornings as it is, so it should be my turn. Oh, your uh, turn to shine. Yeah. WMMRDB Rockford. I got to get you to do a sweeper. I haven't got Rock one on. of you doing a sweeper. No, that's because you always write out my sweepers and they're like way too long and I'm like, I can't read your writing for one because it's like chicken scratch or for two. You can't freestyle good, can you? No, I can't. I can't freestyle. I ain't gonna lie. I use notes for every single one of my freaking uh, YouTube videos. Which you haven't done lately. Which I haven't done lately because somebody says I shouldn't be doing them unless I can freestyle them. And I can't. Sorry. I take notes. My well, bad. can't you just look at the notes for a little bit, then do it? I do just look at them. It's not like I'm staring at the paper the whole time reading it. But it's like you're monotoned. No, I'm not monotoned. Yeah, you are. It's like monotone. I am not. I talk normal. I talk like I'm talking now. I don't know what you're talking about. All you have to do is, you know, look at the camera like you're doing now and talk and you'd be good. I'm not looking at no camera. I'm staring at your ugly mug. (laughs) (laughs) I wondered. I do wonder something, though. What's that? Do you, have you ever went through a period? Uh, Did you ever have a period? Yeah. What happens when you have a period? I'm wondering. When a girl has her period. (laughs) Yes. Is that when the egg falls through the (laughs) The fallopian fallopian tube tube and comes out through the uterus? Okay. Thus having bloody, (laughs) a bloody mess. So that happens once a month. Yeah. Okay. Every 28 days, most women. Every 28 days. Not all, though, because everybody's on their own schedule. But when you get a group of women together... They all end up getting their period at the same time. It's like they become in sync. Things science cannot explain. Anyway, moving on to that, okay? What is the point of an egg? To become a baby. To make a baby, right? Yeah. To procreate. Yeah. To have more babies. Right. Now, another question I have is, you went through it where you don't have a period anymore. No. And I, why is that? Uh, I had an ablation. An ablation. Okay. What part of your body... Did that affect? Yes. Okay. Well, there's more than just having the ablation, though. I had way more than that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Our son's 18. After him, I had my tubes tied. Okay. So your tubes. Yeah. My fallo- fallopian tubes are tied, burned, and sealed. So, so you had two have... of them. Yeah, so I couldn't have any more kids. So not only do you drop an egg once a month. Which I can't. Well, not you, but I'm talking about a woman. Yeah. You, when you get your fallopian tubes tied, that means you can't have no babies. No more babies. Really? Yeah, no more So, moving on to that, okay? You can't have no more babies. Okay, but there's still more to it, though. Okay, let's hear it. Me, personally, not only have I had my tubes tied, but I had my left ovary removed, my left fallopian tube. What's the ovary for? That's where the eggs are stored. That's where the eggs are stored, so you have to have an ovary. You have to have two. Okay, Well, technically, you're given two, but you don't have to have two to procreate. Okay, go on. So, uh, my left ovary's gone, my left fallopian tube is gone because of a mass, 
then there's my uterus, and the ablation is they actually burn the inside of your uterus out. It's like kind of like a scraping, but it's mm. what they burn it. So, so it's just an empty shell. You have a uterus, you have ovaries, you have fallopian tubes. And a cervix. And a cervix. And a vagina. And a vagina. Yeah. Now, what happens is <laughs> the egg goes through the fallopian tube and out the vagina. Yeah. Unless it's met with sperm. Right. Which becomes a baby. And then it has to be it has to embed itself in the lining of the uterus. Really? Yeah. Now, I do have a question for you. What? Is that a woman? What? Where you have to have these body parts. That yes. makes you a woman, yes? Yeah. So, if you have to have these parts in your body... To have a baby. Right. Yeah. Why is it so hard to define what a woman is? Who says it's hard to define well, what a woman Well, that's the new is. debate now. There, uh, You had a bishop in the UK... Mm-hmm. with the Church of England, say, when he was asked, can you define a woman, he says, well, it's hard to do that nowadays. Oh, well, he's saying it's hard to do that nowadays because there's so many women that are out there and they become transgender, which means they dress like f- males. Oh, but yeah, it goes the opposite way on but this if, point. But if you think about it, transgenders, whether it's a male or a female. No, what I'm really talking about is a male who dresses like a female. Okay, what about it? Are they considered a woman? To them and to... No, 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 no. Are they a biological woman? Biologically, no. So they're not a woman? Unless, unless they go through a very aggressive surgery. No. Yeah. They still are missing fallopian tubes. They're still missing ovaries. Yeah, but a lot of women don't have fallopian tubes or ovaries. But they did. They were born with them. Yes, well, I'm so sure, there's, my I'm point sure is, there's some that might not have been, but... So my point is, how, why is it so hard to say, well, that's a biological woman? Because people don't want to offend other people. Fuck them. Uh, no. But I'm asking a simple question. Why would a religious person... Who's supposed to stand up for their particular religion fall victim to all this political correctness? Because everybody's got the right to their own opinion. Oh, even a religious leader. Yeah, why not? Fuck him. He's not supposed to be there. Anyway. <laughs> do Would you be preferred to, instead of being called mom, I call you mama all the time. Yeah. Would you would you rather me call you a birthing person? No. Really? I would actually take offense to that. You would. Yes. I mean, a woman is a birthing person, but the reason why they're saying birthing person is because of the women that are transgendered into male still have their female organs and can still have kids. So what makes that a birthing? That's not a birthing person. It's considered a birthing person because on the outside they're male, but internally they're still female. So you do not feel offended with them taking away who you are as a woman? How are they taking anything away from me? By not acknowledging what you are is a woman, a mom. Well, I am a woman and a mom, and I mean, I take offense if somebody called me a birthing person. Well, that's the new thing. 
Well, That's care. why I was asking what kind of organs you have that men do not. I'm not a birthing person. I am a woman. Hear me roar. <laughs> I would because your identity is being stolen well, from you. I think that's bullshit. And now you have this powerful but, teacher's union. But today I think I'm going to identify as a door. As a because door. I'm going to slam it in their face. <laughs> yeah. You now have them coming out saying we need to change pronouns. These are the fuckers that are teaching our kids. It's always you are a birthing pronouns. person is no. what I'm sh- I'm supposed to call you. No, I'm a woman. Doesn't it offend you? I'm a I woman. Know, you know what? Everybody to A woman, each... a female, a biker chick, a mom. Oh, I mean, I'm a lot of shit. You know, let's be honest. <laughs> let's be honest. Everybody has hey, their own hey, rights. Get this. Lesbianist. Lesbianist. <laughs> Lesbianist. Go ahead. Everybody has a right to do what they want to do. Yeah. But don't push that bullshit on me. Well, I totally agree with that, though. Everybody has their right to do what they want to do and be what they want to be and call themselves whatever freaking pronoun they want to call themselves. But don't force me to call but you that. But don't force it on anybody else because everybody has a right to choose. And like me, I choose to just be me. I, I, I'm, I'm a she. I'm That's a why you can never take me to one of them shows. I'm a drag show. I'd be like, dude, you got a dick. What are you up on me for? <laughs> I would. You would. Then I punch him in the throat. Freaking near me like that. You're terrible. It ain't terrible. But I think a lot of people are getting to the point where they don't want to deal with this anymore. Um, when I'm you have a religious leader come out and say, well, I can't explain what the women is. I just did right here and on air in a couple seconds. Yeah. It's not bad to say I that. I can They're not even 1% of the population and you got this stupid narrative out here. I can guarantee you, majority of women do not want to be called a birthing person. Then why don't they speak out? Because nobody ever does. Would you speak out if you were in a crowd of people at your bar? Yeah. And you had these uh, Tinkerbells come in. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they were saying, you know, ha ha ha, we all joking around, ha ha ha. And you say, hi, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a mother of, uh, you know, two and a grandmother of five. And they look at you, well, that's wrong. You're a birthing person. And I'd say, you can call yourself whatever you want, but I am a mother and a female and a woman. And then they'll come back at you and say you're transphobic. I am not, because to each their own. You guys choose which your path you want to take, and I'll choose the path that I want to take. Is that the argument you would put up, though? Yeah, unless it proceeded, then I would just continue. I have nothing against what other people do with their lives. But don't try to force that on you. Don't force it on me. Or is that at the point where you call me up to the bar and I can debate them? No. (laughs) I can take care of myself. Or would I get my eyes scratched out or some shit? No, I wouldn't call you. I would take care of it myself. I just could never imagine, you know, I look at you as a mom. I look at you as a grandma. I couldn't imagine you being put in that position and... You know, being a mother is, you know, like the bravest thing in the world. Well, the best part about living in a small town is they they all know me too well around here, so I would never be confronted like that anyway. Well, that's that's kind of a good thing. But, you know, out in the, you know, out in the, because I have issues when I go out. Yeah, you do. I have some issues. You never know when to shut your mouth. I have a little bit of issues. You have more than a little. Because I look around at the world around me and I'm like, damn, this sucks. 
But see, you this get, ain't right. You get offended by things that you see, and I see. I don't let things bother me. Oh, I do get offended. You do, and I don't let things because bother I don't me. want them pushing that shit on me, and I sure the hell don't want them pushing it on my kids or grandkids. Well, I don't want anything forced on children either, and I think that's extremely wrong. And I've said it before. I even said it last week. So I have to look at Never my grandbabies. Never that stuff on any. I got four granddaughters. Yeah. And when I look at them, I got to look at the world that they're going to grow into. Yeah. And next thing you know, birthing person. No, no. You are taking away somebody's somebody's identity by doing now, that. Now, see, if they're going to call a, a transgender person a birthing person, I could see that fitting. But somebody that, like myself, would be highly offended by that term. Don't you think that... People like me, who has a view, hey, do yourself, do what you want to do, but don't push it on on me, are the ones that are actually getting mad because it is being pushed now. Well, I think what it is is it turns people against each other. Somebody like everybody pretty much probably has the same views as far as to each their own. Right, right. Every I think everybody has that because things don't bother people. It's like if you what you what you do behind closed doors, I don't even care. No, I don't care either. I don't but, care if you smoke pole. But <laughs> smoke some sausage. I don't I don't care. Tinker with the brat, you know, whatever. <laughs> I don't I don't care. <laughs> Twiddle the test. But don't come out here and try to tell me I have to call somebody a birthing person when that's a female in front of me. And you dishonor her by doing that. It's actually offensive. It, it Damn right. Just like with Latinos. They call them Latin X now. Latinos I know don't fucking go with that shit. They're offending people. But the media and, and their see, progressives pushed this bullshit. But that's just it. It's all these stupid liberals and it's all the freaking media that are forcing these things on people. How much you want to bet a lot of this shit and a lot of these words and terminology were brought up by media people? Oh, it was. So then, you know, as as media people, okay, because we're, we're media people. No, I want to know. Yeah, we are. We're podcasters. We're That's radio. What, we're podcasters. We're radio hosts. We're whatever. But, you know, you want to get the real truth? Just listen to us. We, yeah. We know. Well, that's why we're so popular as far as the podcast is concerned. We're, I mean, we what, state things top 1.5% worldwide. We're fucking doing it. But, I mean, we tell things as is. I mean, of course, there's going to be those out there that don't agree with what we're saying. But you know what? You have the right to not agree with us. You have the right to turn your shit off. Exactamundo. If you don't like what you're listening to when you're listening to the radio or you're watching a freaking, you know tv thing or you're reading the paper you're flipping through shit on your phone then stop what you're doing and do something else so why would i have to care the way they how they feel if they don't care what i feel you don't care so what's the point i'm just saying in general i'm saying that's where all the divide is coming from this country is you're pissing people off like you (laughs) i take very very seriously I don't like nobody fucking with you. I don't like anybody hurting you. So if somebody came up and said, well, you're a birthing person, I'm punching you in the mouth. Nah, because I'll take care of that. But at the same time, to somebody like me, it's like, well, you know what she went through? It's offensive. You know how many... uh, uh, She went through a lot of medical issues, female parts. Yeah. So yeah, somebody like me is going to get that way. I mean, it's like 36 hours of labor, vaginal birth with our daughter. 
after her, I went through my first battle with cervical cancer. I, I that I I lost. Uh, yeah, so that was fun. Then seven years later, after our daughter, we had our son, which we had to do a planned C-section because I had a messed up back from a job. So I couldn't do another regular birth. Then not too long after our son was when I had the softball-sized mass attached to my left ovary and fallopian tube, so that lost that. So you went through female problems. A lot. And they're taking that away from you. That defined who you were as far as strength. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know what? To be honest, nothing really can define me. <laughs> I hate to say it because I'm like a mixture of everything. Well, I'm just you not know? talking about about women in your position. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like people people that go through things like women that go through things like you know cervical cancer, ovarian cancer, or even not even cancer. It could be. It could be. You know. Can't non-cancerous. I, I never. And there is a point of this conversation because something very serious is coming up after this uh, segment of why it ties into what we're talking about. Go ahead. But you know, there's a lot of women out there. There's a lot of women that have had hysterectomies, and well, but, wait a but second. When they have a hysterectomy, that means there's two different ways of doing a hysterectomy. Wait, wait, wait. Can a can a man have that? No. Why? Because they don't have a freaking uterus. A hysterectomy is when the, when you remove the uterus. So a male who wants to be a female cannot have a hysterectomy. No. Okay, just I'm just asking. I mean, asking for a friend. Well, if they go through the extensive surgery of having their testicles and their penis inverted and made into a uterus, because they do that. But they don't got the Philippian tubes and all that. No, but they could still have a fake uterus. No, I'm talking about born with it. No, they're not born with okay, it. Okay, so go ahead. Anywho, but there's two ways of a hysterectomy. The first way is you just remove the uterus and you leave the Philippian tubes in the ovaries behind. Mm-hmm. The second way is a full-blown, I call it a full-blown hysterectomy, when they take your uterus, Philippian tubes, and ovaries and then when that occurs, the women that have that ordeal, the full ordeal done, have to go on hormone replacement. Okay, so if they got to go on hormone replacement, does a dude that wants to be a woman have to do that? Yes. They have to go on hormones? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. I'm asking. That's all. Yeah. Well, that's just like a woman that wants to be... So they can have menopause at that point, no? They can have hormonal imbalance. They could, you know, cry like bitches. Um... But they don't, they cannot do menopause really because they don't got the organs. Right. Okay, go ahead. Well, a lot of times when you go through a hysterectomy, it automatically, you're you're done with menopause because there's no organs left. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm post-menopausal, which means I've already gone through pre-menopause and menopause, and I'm at the after effects of menopause. Mm-hmm. So in that stage, when you're postmenopausal, you can't have any more kids, anyways. But I mean, I, I've gone twelve years without okay. a, a period. <laughs> but let's let's go back. Let's go okay. back here. But how hard is it then to define what a woman is? I mean, it is super simple to define what a woman is. So why do they make it so hard? Because everybody's trying to be so PC. That's why. Why is the teacher union? They are pushing so hard to say that a woman's a birthing person now. 
Because they're trying to make it where men and women... They're forcing their ideas on they're us. Force, they're basically forcing the fact that women that turn into men, that, you know, perceive themselves or as men... Or men turn into women. Or men turning That's to women. That's the main one. Okay, well, men turning to women. Mm-hmm. When men turn into women and they are transgender and they are now going by the pronouns of maybe she or her or some of them go by they or them. Or dress like a fucking cat, but go ahead. Or whatever. Those people don't want to be called. But is that our problem to no, be not. subservient to them? No, it's not. Now, the reason why I bring this up, everybody, I told you there's a point. What do teachers do? What do you mean? What do teachers do? What's their job description? Their job is to teach our children. Their job is to teach our children. And teachers have different types of specialties. Some teach history, some some teach science, some some teach math. Some teach English, some teach But I want to focus on two things. What's that? Science and math. Okay. Science, shitty subject for me, but we'll go ahead and work with that. And the reason why I bring up science and math is if you're going to do anything, say, like physics or, you know, space exploration, you got to be a smart cookie. Yeah. So you should be fixated on those professions, right? Science and math, yes? Yeah. What happens... When you have a group of students that are trying to specialize in science and math, and they're being pushed into this gender uh, PC category, where they're not concentrating on science and math, what happens? What do you mean? They get off subject, don't they? What are you talking about? They get off subject, don't they? I wouldn't know because I don't understand your question. The reason why I'm bringing this out. You're bringing up a question that nobody's going to understand. You need to Right see- now they will. Okay. Science, math, engineering, the future of this world, unfortunately, has to do with AI. And you're saying, well, what does this have to do with being a birthing or a mother or a woman? If you can't identify the simplest biological fact in the world, how in the hell are you going to sit there and try to push artificial intelligence on us? You see where I'm going? Well, yeah, because... Artificial intelligence is like already transforming businesses and the way society operates. Exactly. You said it right there. You said it perfectly right there. How society operates. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like common things, too. But you just said it right there. Common things. Yeah, but But I can't explain that. They can't even define a woman. So how are they going to design something... That's supposedly, well, common things. It is a common thing. Like, come on. who? There's people out there that have those like, those cute little robot vacuums that go around the floor because you pre-program them mm-hmm. and they vacuum your floor for you. That's more robotic. Yeah, but it's still, it's still artificially intelligent. Or how about uh, self-driving cars? Here's the thing. Let's define artificial intelligence. It starts out by us telling it what it's supposed to do. 
but over time it starts learning on its own. And that's the scary fucking part. Well, those little robots that have go, the little robot vacuums learn on their own because they ricochet off the wall and turn around and go a different direction. But at what point does it become dangerous? Where they outsmart their creators. Oh, it does eventually. So if we're giving them a basis for artificial intelligence of we can't even define what a woman is, see how serious it can become by what we put in there at first and then it starts learning and learning and learning and learning. Well, I guess people don't realize how dangerous artificial intelligence can be. Well, if you've seen... Uh, uh, I seen an article a couple days ago where a Google employee said they created an artificial intelligence that became woke, meaning it started getting smarter than its programmers. That's because those that create these don't realize what they're doing and these artificial intelligence like this one that you're talking about... All they have to do is continue learning. Exactamundo. You actually were talking about Elon Musk before we came on here. Yeah. And he said, and I think it was Richard Hawkins as well. No, it wasn't. It's Stephen Hawkins. Stephen Hawkins. My bad. My bad. I'm bad with names. Elon Musk actually said, and I quote... Directly from him, he said this at, a, at actually a tech conference in 2018. Mind you, 2018 he That's said four this. Four years ago. He said, AI is far more dangerous than nukes. Why? Why would he say something like that? Because artificial intelligence, when it learns and awakens... The best part is Terminator 2. It sets off a chain of events where we can't control it anymore. When, say for example, War Games, Matthew uh, Broderick, early 80s. They put a computer in charge of the nukes. Now it's fantasy. The problem was, it didn't know... That you can't win a nuclear war. But it kept on running through scenarios to launch missiles. Mm -hmm. So if we put artificial intelligence in charge of a nuclear arsenal, it's going to blow the shit out of us because they're going to look at us as, well, you're your own enemy and you need to be wiped out. I think that's where Musk was going with it. Well, he also said, and I quote, I am really quite close to the cutting edge in AI. And it scares the hell out of me, is what he told this audience. It's capable of vastly more than almost anyone knows. And the rate of improvement is exponential. Exponential. Yeah. Now, what he's talking about there, I bought you a new computer. Mm-hmm. Brand freaking new. But you know what? It's going to be obsolete in two years, if right. that. Probably less. 
because technology keeps on improving and improving and improving. But at the same time, so is AI. Hell, look at us, man. I walk around the house. Hey, Google. Well, not just to mention, look in, look what's in your hand or what you're listening to us on or watching us on your cell phone. Mm-hmm. Every year, there's a new iPhone. Because the technology's gotten so much better. Every year, everybody's pretty much got to upgrade because the one they have is too slow. And yeah, I'm speaking out of this. I don't have an iPhone. I have an Android. But I'm speaking of experience because like, my phone is slow as hell. <laughs> right now, we have what's called smart cars, te- Tesla and all that stuff, yeah. where they drive themselves. And we're in the very beginning of that. What do you think it's going to be like in 10 years? It's going to suck. We're not going to know what we're doing. It's going to suck because I'm sorry to say I don't want no car driving for me because... But it's inevitable. How how do you know that that car is not going to make a mistake and you'll get in an accident? Very true. But in 10 years, they are going to be able to perfect it with AI intelligence. And what Elon Musk was saying, and this guy would know that, you know, this is the guy who runs SpaceX, is it's going to get out of control. Okay, well, let me go in a little depth here on these self-driving cars. Self-driving cars may be the future for transportation, like you said, but they are not quite safe enough for the world yet. Yet is the big one. Using cameras, sensors, and radars, these cars can drive from one destination to another by following the instructions in a given route. Now, what if the AI gets pissed off and wants to kill your ass? You're screwed. Few companies like Uber and Google are experimenting with self-driving cars, but the result isn't always pleasing. You may have heard about the fatal accident where a self-driving Uber car mowed down a woman as the car failed to spot the victim in time. Now, you said Uber, right? Yeah. Now, what is Uber? Uber is like a glorified taxi taxi service. service. Yeah. But people are the ones that drive the car. Mm -hmm. And then Uber gives them a cut of the fare. Now, what happens if they get rid of the driver? What happens? They get the full amount of money. Right. That's another way artificial intelligence is dangerous because, shit, even truck drivers. Musk is uh, playing around with a truck that's automated. What, are we going to start losing jobs like we did with the robotic arms and the, the plants for the cars? Well... Why you always got to go to the next topic when I'm not done with the damn one? We'll go to that one. I'm just bringing up points. They say that today's roads and pedestrian rules aren't compliant yet for AI-driven cars. And it's going to take significant time and investment, more money. Oh, that means the tollways will never go away in Illinois. To make the roads safer for these cars. And until then, AI technology... Can any time go out of control on the roads? So You didn't see something yesterday or the day before in what? Madison, did you? What? On the sign, you know, it flashes what lane and shit? They had one for self-driving cars. No, but it was closed. Yes, it did. I, I looked at it. 
You're seeing things. I didn't see No, you, well, of course you didn't, because you're too busy getting on people's asses. I was not. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with that topic. <laughs> but Stephen Hawkins also talked about this. And he was smart as hell. Yeah. Now, do you think that, well, you said Android. Do you think we're going to have them? What? Like a Robin Williams and Bicentennial Man that's a robot that does everything we want it to do. Yeah, well, did you notice in Bicentennial Man with Robin Williams? Good good movie, by the way. Oh, I love that movie. But as the years went on, those AIs got smarter and smarter Smarter and and smarter. smarter. And how? Well, the one that Robin Williams played. They learned. They learned by reading books. And they kept on teaching themselves and teaching themselves. Mm-hmm. Because let's be honest, they don't need sleep. No. They just can go and go and go and go. Uh. That's a scary freaking feeling right there to know that. And then we got on our computers, Cortna, where, hey, you know, you just start speaking to it now and it does what you want. As far as computers are concerned. And I think we're in the Stone Age right now when it comes to computers. Well, I, I've got an actual co- quote from Stephen Hawking. Unless we learn to prepare for and avoid the potential risks, AI could be the worst event in the history of our civilization. And he was forward thinking. Mm. He was smart as hell. Mm. So that's why I asked the question and wanted to learn about what a woman was. Because if we can't define that, how are we going to watch our asses when it comes to artificial intelligence? See, it is so good that you asked that. If, and this is a quote. If AI went bad and 95% of humans were killed, then the remaining 5% would be extinguished soon after. So despite its uncertainty and its certain features... Of very bad risks. So if we have the bad risk like that, why would anybody want to take the chance? See, I don't get it why they would. Because I think businesses, not only would they want to replace their human beings. Come on, look at Walmart. Yeah. Self-checkout. How many cashiers did they replace with them machines? Dozens. Because when I know when we go in ours... There are only two registers with people. The rest and the rest is self checkout. The rest of the store is self checkout. So you take it to where, say, you got an Android, and you put them on a, a an assembly line. Yeah, you're losing workers. Well, even like my job. Your job. You can have a you can have an AI unit. Well, no, you can have a self checkout thing. Not a, with well, one person standing there, and you don't need as many cashiers. Well. Well, let's go there. We do have a Thornton's right by I-90 mm-hmm. that has self-checkouts, the gas station. And they only have one person standing have there. one person standing there. <laughs> yeah. And everybody uses a self-checkout. Yes, because the only thing they cannot check out themselves is alcohol and tobacco. But they can do their gas and... Yep. 
They can prepay for their gas. They can buy all their products from the store. But if they need a tobacco item or an alcohol item, the cashier has to go get it and bring it to the thing and ring it out. So there's only one person there. So three shifts is three people that yeah. that store has to have. And the funny thing is, is they have the self check. They have they have one self checkout and two actual registers in this in our location, but only one employee up there. So there can technically be two cashiers and a self checkout, mm-hmm. right? No. One employee behind that counter. And this is where artificial intelligence and androids is going to first affect us, is in the labor market. Mm -hmm. They're going to take it away. And the only ones that are going to prospect is the investors and the CEOs and all that stuff. Well, I think the biggest thing that people say a question right now is whether or not AI is a threat. And AI is growing more sophisticated and, like, every day, okay? Mm. The voices warning against its certain and future pitfalls are growing louder. I know everybody freaked out when that Google guy came out. Whether it's increasing automation of certain jobs... Gender and race, racial bias issues stemming from the outdated information sources or autonomous weapons that operate without human oversight, just to name a few things. Unease abounds on number of fronts, and we're st- they're all still in the very early stages of these things. And that's the thing. Do we, we have to ask ourselves, do we stop it before it even begins? Let's go to a music break and we'll answer that.
If you haven't heard, go over to HarleyLiberty.com. Get yourself some of your biker news and make sure you keep up with what's going on in the scene. You know what my favorite fantasy is? I love two hard cocks. I like to have one fucking me and I like to suck one off while the other one's fucking me. And today I'm having two of my very favorite friends come over. And they're going to be eating my pussy and I'm going to be sucking them off. Mmm, I can hardly wait. They should be here any minute. Suck it. Suck it deep. Suck it. Suck it deep. Suck it. 
Rockford, where you can always... Oh, yeah. We're talking about artificial intelligence, but before we go to that, China Doll has a question for me. It's time to get your porn on. What is it? Truth and honesty will always get you. Truth and honesty will always get me what? Have you ever had sex with more than one person in 24 hours? Oh, yes, I did. I have to say yes. I will, too. I have to. <laughs> when you own a swingers club, you're damn right I'm having sex. I'm popping every broad with tits in that thing. Like I say, I'm a guy that uh, pops a hole out in a fence if it has one, man. Is that why we have so many holes in our fence? Line? I think so, because Hollywood out there popping fence holes. Hollywood's popping the wood. Damn right, man. man. But I do have to tell you, truth and honesty will not get you laid. No, it won't. <laughs> when you go and tell somebody you're with, you just had sex like 12 hours earlier, you ain't getting none. You ain't getting none. No. <laughs> you, better, you better be like, no. But yeah, you know, I had a lot. We, you know, it was fun. It was fun. As a swingers club, what do you expect? Of course, we had sex more than once in twenty-four <laughs> hours, and with one person. Oh my goodness gracious! But let's go on to because you got some very interesting points with this AI stuff. I find it so fascinating this subject. Job. Job, job, job. Automation. Since we were already talking about basically how Walmart runs their company right now, let's go there. Let's talk about this. It's generally viewed as being the most immediate concern, believe it or not, when it comes to AI. It's no longer a matter of whether AI will replace certain jobs, but it's it's basically to what degree. Very, very, very honest right there. In many industries, particularly not but not exclusively those who workers perform predictable and repetitive tasks. Disruption is well underway. According, like the assembly line. Uh, yeah. According to a 2019 Brookings Institution study, 36 million people work in jobs with high exposure to automation meaning that before long, at least 70% of their tasks, ranking from retail sales, market analysis to hospitality and warehouse labor, will be done using AI. Well, right now, Amazon has went straight employee storeless fucking... Uh, their stores are no people. It's all automation. And even in a newer Brookings report, it concludes that the white-collar jobs may actually be most at risk. Aha! And per a 2018 report from McKinsey & Company, the African-American workforce will be hit the hardest. Why? Why just them? Well, it just says they'll be hit the hardest. I wonder why they would say that. The reason we have low unemployment rate, according to them, this, mind you, this was right around 18 and 19, right? Mm -hmm. Which doesn't actually capture people that aren't looking for work. It largely that lower wage service sector jobs have been pretty robustly created in this economy. Yeah, COVID really destroyed a lot. Where, hey, we don't have to go to work anymore. Well, they claim that AI ro robots become smarter and more dexterous. The same task will require fewer humans. And while that's tr while it's true, 
that AI will create jobs, an unspecified number of which remain undefined, many will be inaccessible to less educationally advanced members of the displaced workforce. And I wonder how that even works out when a lot of it goes full automation. How's people going to live? Like if you're flipping burgers at McDonald's and more automation comes in, is one of these jobs going to be a good match for you? I think if you're flipping burgers eventually... That's going to replace you. You're going to be replaced. We're going to live in a freaking world like the Jetsons or some shit like that. Because it's more likely, okay, this is how they put it. This is not coming from me. This is actually a specific quote from Martin. He's a renowned futurist. His name is Martin Ford. How how do you become a renowned futurist? I don't know. That's just what he's called. This is what Martin Ford says. His exact quote is, or is it likely that the new job requires lots of education or training, or maybe even incentric talents, really strong interpersonal skills or creative creativity that you might not have? Because those are things that, at least so far, computers are not very good at. Oh, but they're going to teach them. Yeah. They're going to eventually start teaching the computers how to do what? Something that a lot of us do on a daily basis, and that would be better customer service. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. Well, you know, one form of AI, remember when we used to have to hit the play button on a recorder? Now it's, you've got to go through 50 prompts. Or you can just talk to the damn thing that tells you where to go. Yeah, no kidding. That's going to get even smarter. That's just like everybody with Alexa and Google. You don't even have to look shit up by typing shit in anymore. You can just ask your Google or ask Alexa and it's going to give you the answer. Right. Hey, Google. Yeah. You know? Hey, Google. Oh, wait, your phone. Yeah, my phone just went off. (laughs) Your phone just went off because it heard us say it. But, like, yeah, hey, Google, or hey, Alexa, set my alarm. Hey, Google, hey, Alexa, play this song. Mm-hmm. Hey, Google, hey, Alexa. Turn on the lights. Turn on the lights. Turn on the garage. Turn on my robot vacuum. We're getting more dependent on these Open things. my garage when I get home. Yeah, we're getting more dependent on them. Because you can hook up... Google, I'm not sure about Alexa, but I know with Google, you can actually hook it up to your house for your lights mm-hmm. to where you can, if you're not home, you to tell you, it what to you do. can tell it to turn the lights on outside. You can pull up instead of having a garage door open or button in your vehicle. Let's say you lost it or it's in the house and you can tell Google to open your garage. And everything happens on your smartphone. Exactly. What about the people that aren't smart using that phone, though? Well, the thing is, we would have never... We only dreamed of this kind of stuff in the (laughs) 80s, and now it's here. Where you're... Look at you. You're dependent on a damn phone. And you can't bullshit (laughs) me about that. You're dependent on a phone. Oh, yeah. I don't go anywhere without it. Where I can care less about the damn thing. I don't go anywhere without it. But I got to get an upgrade. <laughs> My shit dies at 60%. What the fuck? Oh, there's so much to this AI stuff. There really is. You know, what is another thing? 
Social manipulation. Oh, I, what, where a guy's over there fucking an android or something? No. It says, AI is currently being used in almost all online platforms that serve information, and social media is not an exception either. Yeah, they program the algorithms to what they want. In case of target marketing, social media is very effective through the AI-powered algorithm. That's just like, and see, this is how I look at it with this algorithm. That's how they uh, can detect swear words on YouTube. You and I can sit here and have a conversation and do one of our shows, right? I'll go into my room or go downstairs to cook something for you to eat after the show. And if I go into my Google feed... Or in my Facebook and in my feed, guess what I get? Whatever we were talking about for that show, it's there. It's already in the phone. It's in my phone. Like, if we're talking about McDonald's, I get McDonald's ads in my phone. on Like, on my Facebook. I think, you know, what's even scarier is the Google Dots, you know. I think they listen to you. Yeah, they do. I think they listen in on private conversations, them freaking freaks. Nasties. <laughs> you pervs. <laughs> well, I mean, it even it even specifically say, states Facebook was almost in the zone of getting fired following the data scandal where political consulting firm Cambridge Analytica had collected personal data from millions of Facebook profiles and used it for manipulating election results. As a consequence, the company has to be fined $5 billion and now has to re-examine the way it handles its users' data. Damn. So I think the moral of the story of this episode is, do you want somebody that cannot define a woman programming artificial intelligence? And when you have somebody like Stephen Hawking or Elon Musk say it's dangerous, you better listen. Better listen. You got one more. One more like I want to do. every technology, artificial intelligence is, is, is meant to improve the way we live. However, is it how humans use this technology that makes it dangerous? Ooh, very interesting question there. That's just something for you to think about. Bye. And that's all for Motorcycle Madhouse this morning. Don't forget to go over to subscribe to our YouTube channel, install Insane Throttle TV's channel over on Roku, as well as go get the Insane Throttle radio app over on Google Play. Rock on until next time.